If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, and welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. They may not be lions and tigers and bears, but they are dogs and cats and bunnies, not to mention all sorts of other critters. Who are they? They're emotional support animals, and they're becoming more and more common on planes, in college dorms, in restaurants, and elsewhere in public life. So this week, by request from an anonymous listener, we'll explain exactly what emotional support animals are and whether or not you really have to sit next to one at your favorite restaurant. So a couple of years ago, a reporter for The New Yorker demonstrated just how fuzzy public understanding is regarding emotional support animals by toting five different fake emotional support animals through New York City, though mercifully not all at the same time. So on her forays, she claimed to be comforted, in turn, by a 15-pound turtle on a leash, a four-and-a-half-foot-tall alpaca, a turkey, a pig in a stroller, and a snake. And you can insert your own snakes-on-a-plane joke here. She brought them into fancy restaurants, through airline security, into a museum, and onto a crowded New York bus. She showed how easy it was, for a fee, to obtain a letter from a therapist, ID cards, and all sorts of emotional support animal paraphernalia. Now, all this gives a bad name to people who are disabled and need a trained service animal, as well as emotional support animal owners who act ethically. It's much like people who fake an allergy simply due to personal taste. To make things more complicated, no government agency oversees service animals, much less emotional support animals, but several online commercial entities claim to be, quote, national registries, where anyone with a credit card can outfit a pet with the trappings of either. So this week, let's clear the air about emotional support animals versus service animals. Who are they? What do they do? And where can they go? So let's start out with difference number one, what they do. The difference can be summed up this way. Service animals do, while emotional support animals are. So in other words, service animals perform specific tasks. The function of a service animal is not to provide emotional support, but to perform tasks necessary for a disabled person to function, like guiding someone who is blind, alerting someone who is deaf, 
rolling a person having a seizure into a safe position, or calming someone with PTSD during a flashback. By contrast, emotional support animals help simply by being there. They don't undergo any specific training because their presence in and of itself is comforting to someone suffering from anxiety, depression, or another mental or physical illness. So for example, to someone with PTSD who gets anxious or can't sleep when alone at night, the emotional support animal doesn't have to do anything in particular. It just has to be there to make a genuine difference. Difference number two is who they are. So a trained service animal, it turns out, can only be a dog or a miniature horse. And if you're like me and hadn't heard of a guide horse before, apparently it's a growing thing. Horses live decades longer than dogs, have 350-degree vision, and have almost perfect night vision. Who knew? Now, by contrast, any kind of critter, bird, bunny, hedgehog, could be an emotional support animal, so long as it serves a therapeutic purpose for its owner. So think of it this way. Just as a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square, a dog or miniature horse could also be an emotional support animal, but a bird, bunny, or hedgehog can't be a service animal. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. Doors take us to summers away. Or winter adventures. And afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Okay, now let's continue on with difference number three, where they can go. Okay, is that emotional support bunny allowed in the dorm? Is that emotional support dog really allowed in Whole Foods? So, in contrast to service animals who can go pretty much anywhere under the Americans with Disabilities Act, emotional support animals can only legally accompany their owners in two places, in their owners' homes and on airplanes. So even if a landlord normally doesn't allow pets in the building, or a college doesn't usually allow animals in the dorm, the Fair Housing Act requires that emotional support animals be allowed to live with their owners. Likewise, the Air Carrier Access Act requires the same with airplanes. Anywhere else, however, isn't covered, including stores, hotels, museums, restaurants, or hospitals. So if you're a business or a restaurant owner, you are legally required to allow a service animal who performs a trained service for someone with a disability into your establishment. 
However, for an emotional support animal, you can politely decline entry to the animal, even if the owner has a letter from a therapist or, quote, certification. Now, because emotional support animals don't have a special skill, there is controversy about whether or not they actually do anything besides make people happier and calmer. Now, it's intuitive that animals are comforting. So, does anything separate an emotional support animal from a beloved pet? The research is still inconclusive. According to a 2016 study in professional psychology, research and practice, it's unclear whether emotional support animals actually provide a therapeutic effect or just create general positive affect characteristic of all animals. All this said, for someone fighting anxiety, depression, or another diagnosable disorder, feeling happier and calmer is not nothing. In my opinion, it's reasonable to allow an animal to live with someone who truly benefits from the very real emotional support it provides. It is unreasonable, however, to toss around fake disability credentials just to tote your pet into fancy restaurants. Now, as of this writing, there's no oversight of service animals or emotional support animals, so no laws are technically being broken, even by the New Yorker reporter with her turkey on the bus. But frustrated business owners, not to mention people with actual disabilities, are pushing to make misrepresenting a service animal a misdemeanor, or at least as frowned upon as using a fake handicapped placard. So, to our anonymous listener, yes, you might have to sit next to a turkey on a plane, but the only place you might find one in a restaurant is on the menu. Thank you for making The Savvy Psychologist a part of your life. Next week, we'll talk about awkwardness with New York Magazine's Melissa Dahl. Now, if you are someone, or love someone, who can be shy, awkward, or socially anxious, check out my first book, How to Be Yourself, Quiet Your Inner Critic, and Rise Above Social Anxiety. It is full of tools to use when those socially anxious or awkward moments strike. And if you've already picked it up, I hope you loved it and that it was helpful to you. And finally, no matter where you bought it, please do take the time to leave a review on Amazon. Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you next Friday for a happier, healthier mind. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.